conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. We're going to stay in Cape Town. We really are like uh, trawling around that part of the world today. There's a school called the New Musenberg School. It has six classes with 80 kids. It was founded in 2015 by uh, local parents. And these are local parents uh, that include kids from Marina Delgama, Freigrond, Kaya and Grassy Park. And they all got together to think about a different way for education. On the line is Eleanor Driver, who is a class teacher at the New Musenberg School. Eleanor, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning. Thank you so much for having us on air. Eleanor, let's look at the new Musenberg School. It is an unconventional school, to say the least, in that it has a diversity of schooling spaces. Um, and we'd love to hear how it came about and what those schooling spaces currently are. Yeah, so as you said, it was developed in 2015. Um, a small group of parents came together and they really wanted something different for their children and they really liked the Waldorf approach to education, and so they found a, a Waldorf teacher and hired her to work with their children. So it started out very much like a seed uh, in, a, in a person's home, like a homeschooling setup, and then it's developed and changed over the years. And last year we had a really strong group of parents and teachers coming together and had five classes developing, and now the idea is that we grow one class each year. So at the moment we play group up to class four, we've got six this year, and then next year we'd go up to class five, up to class six, up to class seven. And the spaces have been quite an exploration. We've been, we really want to use nature and the community spaces around. So our library is the public library, our field is the public flay. We really want to use the ecosystem of the Musenberg community and then even stretching out into other communities, the community garden in Freyfront, looking at other places around that we can work with. And we've had these, this really interesting battle between having, having spaces that we can have our classrooms in, in, in contained spaces and in public space, and then navigating the bureaucracy of, of what it means to be a school and how we can interact with the legalities of a school and the city on that front. Eleanor, it is... Uh... How does that work legally in terms of being a school and taking on government policy, etc.? Just explain that to us. It's been quite a challenge, to be honest, because the, the policy at the moment to be an independent school, you have to have 20 children under the same roof. So it's very much linked to your venue. And so our model of having satellite classrooms where children are working in different spaces and classes at the moment are spread around Musenberg, we aren't in even one piece of land, let alone under one roof, it really doesn't work with the, with the legality. So we have been in the stalemate with the city of, uh, with the WCED actually, with the province, of trying to figure out how, how do we, we can't, there's no legal way for us to operate as an independent school at the moment, yeah. but there's such a need in South African education to have some kind of different model. The, the education system really isn't working um, for for so many children, there's a, the, the schools are oversubscribed, and there's just a need for thinking out of the box and changing things a little bit. And so it's really this difficult thing of legislation is very very slow to change. And while people are on board and interested in what we're doing, the in the meantime there's no 
no way to navigate this as a as a legal independent school, and so we're having to operate as a cottage school, which is technically an illegal system. So we're going to talk to you about this a bit further. We need to go to a break, but when I come back, what I'm interested in is you spoke about the fact that your schooling spaces are public spaces. So you look at the beach, you look at the Musenberg communal garden, the public swimming pool, the public library. I think this is a very, very interesting approach because not only does it make use of wonderful public spaces, but it also means that young children start to understand that public spaces belong to them as well. And when we come back from the break, I'd love to uh, get that insight from you further. Sure. Michelle Constant on SAFM. We're closing off with Eleanor Driver, who is a class teacher at the New Musenberg School. We understand it is a cottage school, and uh, they are looking at some unconventional schooling spaces. Eleanor, the thing we were talking about before we got to the break was this idea of how we start to own public spaces, which I think is a really exciting opportunity and possibility. I mean, we have schools who have, uh, if they're lucky, they have their own library. If they're lucky, they have their own swimming pool. Um, not not many of them have their own beach, but <laughs> so so let's talk about how we use public space for kids in schools. Yeah, I think it's an essential thing, and it goes back to the concept of community community involvement. And in in our context, we have a really wonderful setup where there are lots of artisans in Musenberg. There's lots of beautiful natural space, but there's also the urban setting, and so we can really use the spaces that exist. And there's so much underutilized land and underutilized space. And I think it really goes back to this idea of it takes a village to raise a child. And we're really working working with, with our communities and stretching where all our children are coming from. And we're trying to create really a, a model that can be replicated around South Africa. So it's a system, the income, there's income-based fees that make it equal access to education. And I think we're one of very, very few schools, if not the only one doing that, in, in our area, in South Africa even. Um, so families from, from Freigrond and from Kailicha have access equally to families from the Musenberg village itself or Lakeside or whatever. So it really opens up the platform for the children in each class to have a real sense of South African community and to really work with the South African land, local craftsmen and artisans, and, and public space in a way that's very um, true to where we are and, and helping orientate children in their exact world and community. And are you finding that the public space uh, people are, I mean by public space people, I mean like the library, the swimming pool, the communal gardens, are they very positive about having the kids along there? Yeah, so the, the responses have been really wonderful. Obviously, over the last two and a half years, it's been quite complex with COVID. Yeah. Uh, for the example, the library specifically, the room is too small. They only allow three people in with COVID restrictions. So we haven't actually been able to use the library at all in the last two and a half years um, because you can't bring a class into that space at the moment. I'm hoping that now with restrictions relaxing, that will shift. Yeah. Um, but the community garden and there's also a community kitchen, which the school has been working with in various ways. And there's, um, yeah, the flay and the public pool. Those have all been very, very open to to us having access. And I think, yeah, this model, it really, what's exciting about it is that it's an example model that can really spark in other spaces. And we really want other people to take up the idea 
you have a model of hiring a teacher. You have 15 children uh, that work in each class with the teacher. The teacher can take those children out and into space. And it could really be a solution to, or part of the solution at least, to quite a lot of the educational problems in South Africa. And it's also something that we're trying to sort out the financial model and make it sustainable and things. And at the moment, because we can't, because of the legislation stopping us from being an independent school, we can't access all of the, the like schooling grants, which would be so beneficial yeah. to setting up, you know. So, so at the moment, we're relying on, on public funding and things, and we've got a little backer buddy going. But it's it's quite a thing to to navigate this startup yeah. and keep the momentum going. If people are interested in connecting with you, how do they do that? So they can either contact us through social media. We've, we unfortunately don't have a website, but we've got um, Facebook and Instagram. If you go at New Musenberg School, or for Instagram, at new underscore muse underscore school. And then also on the back of buddy, if you search New Musenberg School, there's a little video about us and some information there. Great. Um, We're going to leave it yeah. at that. Eleanor Driver is class teacher at the New Musenberg School, doing things differently when it comes to schools. So we've been asking you how differently you do social media, but not only social media specifically. Are you a 24-7 digital availability kind of person? And do you expect others to? Does your boss phone you at 10 o'clock at night and expect you to answer? Do you, when you send someone a WhatsApp, expect someone to say, Blue tick, they must get back to you immediately. And how does it make you feel? Terribly anxious, I can imagine. A couple of you have responded to that one. Michelle, it's Lazarus from Emalachina again. Cell phones are there for our own convenience, not the other way around. And unless it's a, a life and death matter, cell phones are, shouldn't be attended in the late at night or even by we shouldn't really be expecting other people to have their phones off in those type of times thank you I was calling at 10 o'clock at night where is that bus going to get me because at 10 o'clock my phone is off. Where is that bus going to get me? <laughs> we are human beings. There's work time. There's time to be at home with your family and switch off. I'm not going to be sitting with my children or with my spouse, um, comfort in the couch and answering a call from work. It's not going to happen. Never. Babe.